Hello, welcome. You're listening to Feed, Play, Love, a bite-sized parenting podcast, a place you can find advice, understanding and support as you care for your small humans. I'm Siobhan Hunt. When you have a baby and your first is still a toddler, it can be quite challenging. One of those challenges can be simply getting out the front door. Apart from all the organisation that it takes, you've also got a myriad of sleeping and feeding needs to accommodate, which is why having a second child can lead to extreme cases of cabin fever. Diane Zalitis is a midwife and the clinical lead of Pregnancy, Birth and Baby, an Australian government service. She joins us now. Hi, Diane. Hello, Siobhan. What are some strategies mums can set up before they bring their baby home, when they also have a toddler, to make life easier with two small children? Look, I think it's the before you bring your baby home part that's really key. You've you've been here before, so you, you kind of know a bit about what you're in for at home. So it's a lot of preparation. Meal prep, even if it's just slowly, every time you, you're having dinner, have extra meals so they're in the freezer and it's filled up. And you don't, you know, then it's not a big chore. It's something you're doing over months. And it's about kind of managing what goes on around you. If you've got family and friends and they want to help, then co-opt them into it to bring you food, to do, you know, the, the chores around the house that would be really helpful or just to come to you rather than you having to be the one who goes out. Because it is, it's a military um, exercise <laughs> just to get out without with a baby, let alone adding a toddler in the mix and hanging on to them as well. Yeah, and I think just think about what was the toughest part for you at home with baby number one. And it'll be a bit different for people. And then strategize or think about, you know, who or what might help. So maybe family and friends want to, if they want to buy you gifts or do stuff for you, maybe they can get you a laundry service or get you a cleaner for oh, a few isn't months. that lovely? Like, you know, pay for a cleaner to come in for a few months instead of buying you flowers or chocolates or, or, or whatever or baby clothes or, you know, there's that kind of thing. So... Yeah, I think that stuff really works. And also remember, like, don't worry if it, the place don't look perfect. You know, you probably already got that by now if you've got like a toddler. <laughs> but um, but you got to, we've already, you know, in our, one of our previous episodes, we talked about routines and things. So even just daytime routines are important, particularly with a toddler. So try and kind of stick with that as well. And maybe think about planning ahead, like thinking about what's quality time, not quantity, and how you're going to do that. So not only kind of like, the, you know, going out for kind of big events. But when you've got a little baby, you might find it's hard even just having time with your toddler. So making time to be the one who reads the story at night time. Think about that that kind of mix. And also, you know, your, your partner, couples, you've got to make time to be together. It was probably hard enough with baby number one. Now you've got two kids. You can find life is just about the kids. But it's so important to make time, even if it's only five minutes, that it's just you as a couple. You can't. You can't leave your relationship for 18 years and think you're going to come back to it and it'll <laughs> no, still be there. It's absolutely true. It's so, so key. Yeah. And one other thing I would say um, that I found really handy was that there was a little art class around the corner from where we lived that meant I could take my daughter to that and it was a, it was a really easy space to have my baby and her there but that's what playgroups are really good for mm-hmm. the playgroups in your state they're such a great space that you know your toddler will be entertained and that it will be an easy place to have your baby with you and yes. and and that doesn't cost any money as far as I'm aware maybe there's a joining fee but after that all those meetups are free so it's a lot that was a very 
that was a lifesaver for me yes. when she was small. Just it was once a week, but I knew it was once a week we'd all get out of the house. Yeah. Yeah. And that I wouldn't have to worry about my toddler running off somewhere. Yes. Which is the real concern, isn't it? When you're bringing the second baby home, it's just that that toddler is nonstop. Mm. And mm. you're like, I can't even breastfeed without you climbing on top of the television. So <laughs> not saying that was my experience, but you know. <laughs> they, soon learn, they soon learn when your hands are full. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. She mm. wasn't climbing on the TV. She was climbing on me. Yes. All right. So it can feel impossible to get out of the house. Um, I just mentioned playgroups is a good mm. idea. Do you have any other suggestions of how mums can get out with the minimum stress? Look, I had, yes, some kind of little bit, maybe think a little bit kind of out of the box, but kind of if, if you know you're going to go out, like again, it's pre-planning, pack, pack your lunch boxes if you need those and your bag that like the day before, so it's kind of there, assuming you can get out the door, but also start small. So you know, maybe like a walk to the park and back or just a walk around the block. You've got the pram, you've got the toddler, go for a stroll. Or even if you've got a front yard or a backyard, just like go out there. Like the toddler can run, or the other child can run around in the grass. You can sit under the shade. Maybe you can even have a picnic in the backyard. You're out of the house in the sunshine, in the green. If you live in apartments, often they have green like parkland areas really close to come down to. And certainly if you live in the metro areas and in apartments there's often other mums and the like around so that you're going to kind of meet everybody's going to be there with their prams probably more people with dogs but there'll be people there with prams <laughs> that, the there. dogs will distract the toddler at the very <laughs> least and the other thing it may be not necessarily been getting out of the house but there's some really good mums groups on facebook that you can join and so you can have an interaction, an adult interaction kind of there, even if it doesn't mean you're getting out. And then maybe through them you can find things. But you're right, your other, your group that you got connected into with your first baby, your mother's groups. And certainly when you, every time you have a new baby, the child and family health nurses usually connect you into a mother's group. So there could be another one that's nearby as well that everyone's in the same kind of boat. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's something to go to. It's not actually getting you out to it, but... Think about maybe babysitting for the older child or if they're going to daycare, then it's just you and the baby. You can just, you know, get out with the baby maybe a little bit easier. Always easier. <laughs> or, or kind of reverse. Maybe have someone mind the baby and you and your toddler have an outing. Which is lovely. Go and have baby Chino somewhere, you know, um, while someone just watches bubble, they're asleep. So instead of trying to do the lot and then you have... Then you have that really lovely time with both your children. And you also realise how easy it was with one. <laughs> <laughs> what was I complaining about? Mm -hmm. um, it can be a really long day with two small mm. children at home. If you are at home and you can't get out, you just mentioned a Facebook group. I was wondering if you had any other ideas of how you can get through the day without going completely nuts. Okay, look, I think it's about your self-care. So there's, um, it's the big three. It's eating the right foods exercising and I know that doesn't mean going doing an hour at the gym or, or what have you but doing something and that could be incorporating your like your walk around the block and, and resting so sleeping when they're sleeping if that happens to coincide or just put them all in sorry we just had a sleep session but put them all in the bed with you for an afternoon nap so you get a rest try and keep up some of the interest so you took like Siobhan you mentioned your art group so connecting back into that 
putting on some music and dancing with the kids. That works really well, like for exercise and the toddlers will love it if it is the wiggles, you know, the wiggles have good moves. Or choose your music <laughs> and they won't know. They won't know. We can <laughs> pretend it's grown up wiggles. You got. You really do have to eat well, so have simple food on hand, and that's good for your toddler to kind of learn from that as well. So cut up veggies, whether it's carrot sticks or bits of apple or whether you're having nuts or yogurt, um, rather than packaged pre-made cake food. Cake and chocolates. Cake you, and chocolate. You're not recommending and, that? No, and all the bickies and the <laughs> muesli bars and the little packets of biscuits and the stuff that's just so sugar-loaded. You'll crash after having that kind of fit. And it's hard to kind of get time to have a meal for so yourself. So wait until your partner's half an hour off and then eat all the chocolate Eat the chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, I'm not the expert in this interview here. But um, but also seek help if you need it, okay? there are, people, there are We have an amazing number of support helplines out there. So it's mm. just, um, you, can, you can Google them. There's pregnancy, birth and baby. There's Utracillian. There's parent lines in every state. There's Panda, the perinatal anxiety, depression support people. So if you're feeling a bit anxious and you just don't know what that is and you can't cope, you can talk to them. If it's breastfeeding, there's the Breastfeeding Association. Counselors, there's people that you can just ring up and have a, have a chat to. And a lot of them will do just chat stuff. But sometimes you want to hear a voice and it adult voice at that so yes absolutely they're there for that brilliant yeah. diane thank you so much for your time today you're welcome siobhan thank you that's diane zolitas she's a midwife and a clinical lead of pregnancy birth and baby feed play love is a babyology podcast produced and presented by me siobhan hunt i'd love to hear from you so if you'd like to get in touch email me at feedplaylove at theparentbrand.com.au. See you next time.